if you didn't first hear it in like middle school, it's not. <laughs> it's probably yeah, not I, I was gonna say. I yeah, mean, I love. I grade loved. Was when I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved the real Slim Shady yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah, like his like, first couple hit songs. I mean, I loved at the time. Yeah, it was like. But I also loved Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Or whatever <laughs> that song is God, called by yeah. Offspring at the same time. We and all like, did. We all God. yeah, and I also liked Creed. I mean, I Ooh, so this is like the yeah. stuff. Yeah. This is the, the s- Holy Trinity. Holy Trinity of shit. Hey everybody, welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 49 and my name is Kevin Portelli and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey everybody. And John Hines. Hi there. And we're back again to talk about some more video games as always. And uh, I think uh, John and Randall are both uh, still playing some Animal Crossing. (laughs) And I think I'm going to, why don't we just toss the ball uh, over to John right off the bat? Because he's, uh, I believe, seen the credits and then some. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) why don't you lay into us, John? (laughs) into this game (laughs) have you looked at the hours how many hours just before we not checked in the The last time i looked because i snoop on you guys all the time the last time i looked john was at 65 hours but this was probably about a week ago yes last time i uh, peaked i was gonna say 65 sounds like a healthy amount (laughs) yeah and that's not to mention because i know you mentioned you play on lauren's file once in a while as well so oh that's true anyways Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> Lauren and I do have our own separate files, but like Lauren is mostly just there to get more outfits and uh, decorate her house more. And she doesn't sure. really do anything else besides that. And we take cute photos together, which is basically the point of the game. <laughs> okay, I want to ask about that right before we even get into anything else. Do you guys have two switches? Yeah. We do not. How, do, how are you doing that? Uh, so there is a an option that you can invite uh players onto your island and you can also call people like if you have you're both on the if you have two players who are on the same island you can right there's an app in the nook phone that you can call over another person and they just have a second (sighs) controller dang it i'm so dumb we could have been doing that the whole time (laughs) but (laughs) I, i will i will say it does uh cut down on the things that the there because one player is the leader and the other player right. is the follower or okay. you can have as many people that would be on the island and they would be the followers but the leader basically can play the game as normal and the follower has so much taken out like they basically can't access a menu oh geez and like so i, th- I think you can probably still like access your tool wheel if you have that unlocked mm-hmm. but um at least when I was playing with Lauren, like she was going around collecting a lot of things. And then like at some point, like she switched over to being the leader and we went into her inventory and none of the things she picked up were there. And that's because they went to the community recycling box that's in the residence services building, which is such a weird mechanic. I don't get why it (laughs) doesn't just go to the individual person. Because if you're playing with like, I don't know if you have like four people on your island, then nothing any any individual player picks up will go to their inventory. It will go to that box. That's that so but you can you can still acquire it after the fact. It's just like a tedious process. 
Yeah. And like, let's say like we like each person like is getting specific things or like the the box can only hold so many items. Like once you reach that limit, the oldest item gets booted. So, oh, okay. So it doesn't, it doesn't say your inventory is full. It just kicks. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So luckily we had like finished our joint session before we had reached that limit, but that still was like a whole process of like, she had to go in like after we had finished playing and like transfer everything. Now I know what that recycle box is for, because I'm like, why can't I just put things in this? Like I have stuff Mm -hmm. that has some value, but I don't care that much. But if I put it in here, maybe a neighbor or like Tina could use this, but I can't put stuff in, but that makes sense. Yeah, and like also the like the item transferring between residents like yeah. on the island. Like I, I used to, what I would do is I used to like send them in the mail to Lauren yep. so that she would get it, and the, like that like sending one item at a time at two hundred bells, bells a pop. Yep. Like I was like, you know what? I am just going to leave this outside of her house. Same. Like yep. just drop on the ground and then yep. load up her file and pick it up just yep. so that like it doesn't get missed or anything. And at, at least that's thing. nice enough that like it doesn't, you know, the items don't disappear in between log like log sessions. So you can right turn the game off and like it will be there again, which is yeah. nice. But still, yeah. like there's there's so many little things like I'm, I'm nitpicking now because I have <laughs> nothing but praise to say otherwise. I was just going to say yeah. I was expecting you to gush. <laughs> I, I will. But like. The fact that you can't multi-craft any item is yeah. absurd. Like, yeah. or what do you mean by what do you mean by multi-craft? So, uh, an item that you use a lot—I may have even mentioned this on the first episode—like where you you'll get fish bait, where it's uh, yeah. you collect one clam and you can turn it into bait for to catch fish, and it's just okay. a one-to-one one clam equals one bait, and if you're if you have ten clams. You have to individually select that crafting in the menu 10 times, watch yep. the animation for crafting it 10 times, see yep. the text oh. like chain that says it's oh. so maddening that like yep. so much they, they've done so much. There's a thing that Nintendo does with a lot of their first party games where I have a sneaking suspicion that they like deliberately choose things not to streamline so that future entries <laughs> in a series will have something that they can fix. I can see so many things. Do you th- like? Do you think it's that, or do you think it's because they're? I because I, sometimes I wonder if it's like they're they're almost they treat almost every video game Nintendo like it is. I guess a lot of games do this, but they treat it like it's the first game you've ever played in your life. Like it's like teaching yeah. you this is what a video game is, yeah. right? And then this is like it. I it mean, can be, be fair, the tutorial process can be a little bit, <laughs> a little bit tedious. Although then in stuff like Breath of the Wild, they've kind of changed their tune. Yeah. Anyways, I don't I, know. That, that, I, th- I how I don't. I this is coming from someone who's played Breath of the Wild like ten times. <laughs> that that <laughs> intro sequence is still pretty tutorial <laughs> heavy but like do you did it feel like that the first time though like it felt like such an adv- I, I don't know it Not just the felt first like time but the 10th yeah. time 
Yeah. But I guess like, I don't know, when I when you boot up some, hey, well, we'll get into this later. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, everything that you guys have t- mentioned so far, I know uh, when we talked about this game on the last episode, I was like, ah, I think I might get this game. I'm, I'm really glad I personally didn't pick it up. I'm not going to bash on it or anything because oh, yeah. I'm glad a lot of people are like loving this game. And I yeah. love like scrolling through Twitter or Instagram and just seeing it. I mean, it's like the cutest game in the world. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I love seeing it and hearing the sounds and it's it's super charming but it, it the more i hear about it and the more i see i'm like okay i'm i'm enjoying and i'm loving how much everyone's loving this game and i'm loving that nintendo has another hit on their hands but it's i don't think it's for me personally sure yeah i'm, I'm honestly glad that you didn't pick it up because i think that this is the exact amount of enjoyment that you will get out of the game is like watching other people play it and like how cute it is yeah and like i think that I, I it would probably like bum me out if like you picked it up and were disappointed with it and then I would just be like ah oh, man I wish Kevin liked this game but I know now I just have this pristine <laughs> version and of that's kind of that's honestly kind of how I feel like it's like I don't want to get this game and then just be disappointed and feel like I got to shit on it and stand my ground and whatever <laughs> it's like I just I just want to just enjoy you. like what I enjoy about it sure. is like I love how cute it is and like I don't know maybe if I ever see like a little stuffed animal (laughs) of tom nook or something maybe i'll pick that up and that's about as far as my enjoyment goes with animal crossing but but continue on i want to hear more about like you know i know you've done a little nitpicking but i want to hear more about like what really uh is sucking you guys into this game well yeah i want to hear randall what what's been what's been your day-to-day in the game and it is that the the thing i love is it is day-to-day like uh both tina and i log into animal crossing like literally every single day and and see what the latest is go pick up the fossils or half the time at this point goddamn earth eggs <laughs> uh, oh man we can get into that like the cherry blossoms too. are pretty and stuff but yeah the, that's the, i that was a, a thing that surprised me the cherry blossoms i loved yeah. that i know it's so pretty right like that's that's really cool and it's like, a beautiful game that. it's a beautiful game it is it's 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 a gorgeous game and you know like most nintendo properties like visually a lot of them kind of hit their template around the gamecube era and just kind of refined it from there but you know that still looks great so that's not a problem they've just kind of smoothed things out basically yeah but no i like we we play it every single day um but i i have my own nitpick on that point that i kind of want to get into even though obviously i played every day i love this game (laughs) but pick it apart just pick uh, it apart let's do it (laughs) <laughs> so I, you know, I knew I was going to be into this game cause I've been playing the animal crossing game since the first GameCube one. Um, but Tina had never really played animal crossing before. So I'm like, Ooh, here we go. Like, this is a perfect opportunity. Everyone's on oh, yeah. quarantine. Anyway, we got the time and it's a, such a good game for that too. Right. Just to like relax and chill out with. But so she started playing it and she got really into it and now she's got like double the hours i do but because she wasn't the lead player Uh, she can't move the the progression of the island along and like they're like oh talk to randall i talked to him about getting the materials like no why why can't we both support this if we're both playing the game and you're forcing us to be on the same island we would have picked to be on the same island anyway so that's fine but Mm -hmm. why can't she you know find the materials and donate like she literally couldn't even donate the materials outside of the houses for the new neighbors we were getting like why not like what's i don't yeah. understand what what the the roadblock is there or what the mentality was or I, maybe it's just a programming thing but like why can't i at least transfer like the primary duties to her you know yeah 
And I, yeah, I would that, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Like it's just, it's frustrating. I don't know. Yeah. Like, and I, I was wondering if you guys were going to get into that before, like, cause again, Lauren has been playing it, but like only in that like secondary role. So like, sure. she, we're not really running into that. Like she doesn't even care about getting like as many like uh, DIY recipes as me. Yeah. So like that, like is not a progression that she's interested in so like it's fine that she's you know getting less but like at even at this point like when we're both uh, however many weeks in like she can't construct a ladder like yeah <laughs> and like that's a, a core mechanic of the yep. game yeah and i don't know how she could at this point and like she doesn't need to because like i gave her one right but like that's that's such a a puzzling choice on like why that was the case yeah, there's a lot of those type of roadblocks, too. I, I had similar experiences, like trying to get Tina some iron ore when, like, how is she going to get the tools to be able to get the iron ore? Right. If, like, I was handed one, I think, at the beginning or was able to buy one or something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that was fine, but she didn't get that opportunity. So how does that work? Like, yeah, silly. But the game is great. Like, there's just these weird nitpicks and weird design choices that are frustrating. Like, we've we've been past it and, like, now just today the the like what is it the resident uh what do they call that the resident resident uh, services yeah resident services building is like upgraded like we're we're that far behind you <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it's a big deal right like every day yeah. there's little things like that so yeah I'm, I'm at the point in progression of where like there isn't really any new things <laughs> that happen I, I haven't done any i'm not as hardcore a gamer as the people who are doing the time travel Oh, Which no, is, I don't want to do that. That that is like I don't know, not that ruins upsetting, the experience. but like it just doesn't seem right for me. It's people who like instead of waiting for the twenty four hours to elapse for like the game to progress, yeah, they will reset the, the like advance the timer on their switch, yeah, like so change can, the time zone and stuff. I don't yeah. like that one bit, and it, yeah. it's just I I can't understand why you would want to do that on a game that has a finite amount of content yes <laughs> like that's the you're point. just going to run out of stuff like until they either patch in the next holiday or yep. do the next thing like we're already like i think four versions in like they've been yeah. updating it pretty frequently yeah, so yeah. The but crap it's a out of it but it's a pretty paced out experience yeah for the most yeah. part like your day-to-day like you're, there's oh, kind yeah. of a limit yeah yeah i'd like today was the first day that i met uh label the the third Ma- mabel sister or abel Ooh. sister um and that was a whole new mechanic that i had no didn't know about oh sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was spoilers a, for animal the, crossing <laughs> I, I was very happy that the abel sisters made uh an appearance in this game because yeah. uh that was oh, one yeah. of my favorite things in new leaf was going up to sable every day and getting her to like open up and be instead of being shy like finally you know talking to me and that was a very meaningful experience that's for so me. cute <laughs> like, that's awesome but yeah like i'm at the point now at the game where there's not a ton of new content but i'm just you know taking each day like the limitations of like turning this into my very ocd urban planning <laughs> mind of <laughs> i figured out the exact like lot size for every person i've nice. made roads that nice go. <laughs> And I'm moving every person's house so that they go into the exact <laughs> corner that they should be so that it looks correct. Do you take their input into account with that? 
they trust me. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've only moved one villager so far, and Tank was fine with it. He said, "Wherever, wherever John thinks, that's great." Oh, nice. They've got faith in you. Yeah, <laughs> a wise man once told me. <laughs> but that's yeah, great. I'm I'm loving. Yeah, every day, wake up at you know eight o'clock, which yeah. is just when Timmy and Tommy's ready, and I play until nine which is when the able sisters open up <laughs> were you able to cash out on turnips did you get a good price i got it so like uh i'm pretty conservative when it comes to the stock market in real life yeah so like <laughs> I, I i got i my turnips for 97 bells yeah. this this sunday and they were in the 70s up until oh. i think either today or yesterday i think it was yesterday yeah when it finally broke 100 and i was just like you know what cashing out good enough Ma- made it made a slight profit <laughs> yep. and uh i'm done yeah i think i hit like 140 <laughs> buying Ooh. at like 106 or something so yeah nothing too crazy but yeah still something yeah and i i did find out that uh in order to get either ants or flies you need to have a rotten turn up oh, so okay i will be buying <laughs> a special 10 just so that i can let them oh jeez <laughs> rot in a week <laughs> that's pretty funny actually that's great it's a good yeah. game it's such a ritual it's it's, it's a very comforting so ritual it, it I, does seem like go go ahead go ahead no Sorry, it's just it's just a lifestyle experience and like obviously that's what they crafted and it's it's so much fun like for tina and i to talk about like oh what happened today like oh did you get this did you see this oh they opened up they've got this special item just for today or this is the hot item today to sell for double like all that stuff is just so much fun to experience with somebody else yeah 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 like even though i know i said it wasn't for me earlier but like it does sound like when john was talking about like i get up at eight like it does sound like the perfect game for like i made a made a cup of coffee and yeah sipping on this while i you know just kind of ease into the morning especially with right now depending on you know i know some people are working more than usual you know if you're in the healthcare business and whatnot you know you're probably working more than normal but a lot of us are also staying at home and and trying to (laughs) do our part in that regard you know so definitely seems like the perfect game for keeping you occupied absolutely yeah but uh speaking of those uh ocd tendencies john (laughs) uh, i did finish up uh wilmot's warehouse which uh kind of i will say uh ended a little bit abruptly um, you know, it shows like as you play the game, you know, you're kind of I talked about it a couple of weeks ago or maybe last week. I think it was last week. Um, but you kind of like you're just basically organizing the products in this warehouse and every uh, three day cycle or whatever, you're getting a new like four thing or actually I think every day you're getting four new products added to your uh, potential inventory Jeez. and you're just it's pretty free form and you're just kind of able it's like a top down uh, game and you're just kind of able to organize things as you see fit. Um, everything's really like colorful. I know we kind of talked about like I I ended up organizing things by color mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, basically, uh, as soon as you get to like the day where you get your two hundredth product, um, your two hundredth like different thing, which it was starting to get a tiny bit overwhelming at that point. Um, as soon as you hit that point, it's just like the game just ends, and it's just like okay, you won. Uh, did you get to that point, John? No, I think I, I didn't only mean got to, to like halfway. 
Oh, okay, I didn't mean to spoil that. Sorry, it's not like it's not necessarily like a spoiler, but it's just like oh, you know how you get that little robot uh, Borky, yeah, that can help you out and like organize stuff, which I would just turn off always. It would just always move stuff nowhere near where I wanted it. But anyways, um, it's supposed to be kind of like an AI that moves moves things for you, but it, yeah, it, it wasn't understanding my systems. Um, and your system just wasn't good enough. Maybe not. Maybe not. But it worked for me. I saw but your yeah, system I, and it was just like what. What the fuck do I put this? Like, this doesn't make any sense. He's all these are all the same color. Um, but anyways, uh, so I would just kind of shut him down. But anyways, the game kind of ends when you get to the two hundredth product, and uh, and it was just kind of abrupt. It just I was like looking forward to like oh I hope that like I hope this game will just keep going and I'll like have to manage like deliveries and like how to keep this warehouse like. I, I don't know. I just had this like fantasy of like this was almost like gonna be like my lifestyle game to like wake up in the morning, sip some coffee, and just like organize my warehouse, you know. So there's not uh, even like the, an endless mode. No, uh, there is a challenge mode, which or an expert mode, which is available from the beginning, and you can actually switch at any point. Which basically like you have your stock days, which are every uh, three days, you get like an unlimited time sequence that you can just kind of take time to organize you can limit that or you can even take it away completely you have you have like three options and then you can like make it like a 10 minute time limit or just take it away and then i think you can make it so that like when you get your orders from the from your coworkers, um you can make it so that you can only see those when you're up by the counter and then when you run away from that like it won't stay up at the top of the screen Mm -hmm. like in your ui and then i can't remember what the other option was um, but there were just like a few modes and it was just like you could tweak each of the individual option and then, you know, you can change it as you play. But it, it wasn't anything that I was overly enticed to do personally. Right. But I, I had a, I really had a really good time playing the game, but it was just a little bit of a bummer that it just kind of ended and didn't have, like you said, like I would love like an endless mode of this game. And I don't know exactly how it would even work, but yeah, I just like the idea of it. I was enjoying just the ritual of playing it. So because there's also Um, but there's not really a fail state, is there? I don't know. I mean, I I never approached anything. I never did. Yeah, I just kind of I mean, I felt overwhelmed and stuff. But yeah, I mean, I am a pretty good gamer. But (laughs) yeah, um. (laughs) (laughs) no, I feel like the stress of it is basically the I don't know danger like like of the game like and but then like yeah once you get to that like stock day like then that is the release of the stress yeah so it's like it's a good ebb and flow between like the tension and then like okay now i can just like let the ocd kick in and like no time pressure yeah i kind of wasn't expecting like the game to end once you i wasn't at all yeah yeah. yeah i wasn't at all but uh, but still really enjoyed it. And I, it took me, you know, I put probably eight to ten hours or so in. So it's like a pretty decently long experience. But yeah, if um, you're getting four per day, then that's like 50 days that you have to like. So that's like 50 levels or so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a good chunk. It's a, it's a super fun game. I, I don't want to take anything away from it. I know we're just kind of so far just nitpicking throughout this episode <laughs> on games that we really like. But uh, Yeah, games we love. <laughs> But uh, but I guess uh, if you don't have anything more to add on Wilmot's, John, I can move on to another game that I beat again. Yeah, uh, I'm on I'm on fire here. But He's I just fire. beat uh, Piku Niku, which was on sale on the Switch recently uh, for super cheap. I think for like a buck. A mm-hmm. buck. Yeah. Uh, but I actually was playing it on uh, Xbox Game Pass, which it was added to recently as well, uh, which is ten bucks a month. And I uh, 
had that included with that. So I was already yeah. a member of that. So I played through that and it was a pretty short experience. I actually had texted uh, our buddy Glenn who recently got a switch uh, when it was on sale and uh, him and his uh, girlfriend Becky have been playing some games here and there. And I was like, Hey, this game's on sale for a buck. You should check it out. And then she texted me. It was like, Hey, I played all the way through Piku Niku. It was awesome. Nice. Um, I really liked it a lot. And I was like, Oh, I should actually play more of that. I had played maybe like 30 minutes, just played through the opening little bit. And it's a, it's a side scrolling uh, 2d platformer. Uh, with a little bit of like physics going on, yeah. like it's it's not a super precise. They got big old legs. You know, yeah, but, like huge legs, which actually <laughs> you can it, it works really well. Ball. Yeah, and you can yeah you can hold down like your run button, which makes you just kind of roll a little oh, bit faster along. Okay. And it's like just really like clean art style. Yeah, um, really cute and a really charming story too. Like you're kind of like. This like it, honestly, it feels pretty reminiscent of things going on right now. Um, I'm not going to get into that, but it's just like <laughs> you know, you're going into like there's like this uh, this Sunshine Corporation that like comes in and it's just like stealing all all the corn from the people in this village, and they're like, ah, oh, but they give us a bunch of free money. It's all it's all good. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, hey, actually, we're pretty hungry. We don't have any corn anymore. Yeah. And then uh, and then you get to like the next little and you so you like rescue them from you kind of beat these giant robots and fight them off. It's kind of this like dystopian future, wow. even though it's super bright and colorful. Like it almost <laughs> looks like crayons. But like you know, you just slowly find out. Oh, this is kind of what's going on on here you know it's like the, it is a little bit story driven you know that's cool but i, I would I say i only that. put like three or four hours in and then like all of a sudden the game just ends like like truly out of nowhere like it like wow it feels like it's this kind of like climax that's like teasing like oh this is gonna be like a fake climax and then there's like more to the game yeah and then it like all of a sudden is just like oh it's over (laughs) it was it was like the weirdest ending like glenn and becky had even uh mentioned to me that like hey the game just kind of ends out of nowhere and i was even expecting it and even still was just like what the hell was that and there's like not really anything to do after the game so i mean i I had a really fun time playing it and for either a dollar or free on game pass or uh the game's only like 12 bucks normally but uh, but i will say it did feel like a little bit of a limited experience but there was some super clever uh puzzles some cool uh uh like yeah it's more of a puzzle platformer or a little bit of exploration going on yeah there is a co-op mode which is more like i think there it is more of like those puzzle platforming like it's totally mm. different levels i think there's Ooh. like 10 or 12 levels wow so maybe that does flesh out the experience a little more you nice. know it's only couch co-op i don't i did not get a chance to try that since i'm quarantining uh solo here right but uh I mean, I, I had a great time playing it. It's super charming. The music has been stuck in my head ever since. Nice. Um, so I, I'm not trying to bash on the game again. We're just, I'm just, <laughs> <getting it again. laughs> but, uh, but it's, it was, it, I had a good time playing it, but it's, it did just, it felt like it could have been something really special. Left you wanting it, more. You know, yeah. 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 Like, and, and again, like the co-op stuff I'm sure would be fun, but like, it, I was kind of sucked into like the adventure that was going on, and then it just so abruptly ended that I I was a little bit disappointed in that regard. Mm-hmm. Wow! But, uh, again, I can hardly complain about playing a game for free via Game Pass. And you, you beat know? it. You completed it. Like, yeah, and I beat it. At damn. least beat the, the. I didn't find every little secret, you know. But yeah. again, I'm I'm not Mister Hundred Percent anymore, no. so I'm not no. Mister Perfect, no. as you would say. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, again, I I can't complain, but. It's it's definitely a, a good game and that I recommend checking out. Nice. So and from Devolver Digital, who's a, a pretty great indie publisher. Yeah. Um, I think they have a pretty solid track record at this point. They but, don't mind uh, putting out that weird stuff, which is great. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. 
Uh, definitely recommended. Like if you, if you basically, if you, if I would just say at the end of the day, if you look at the game, like if you watch a trailer and you think it looks charming, you know, if you see it on sale for a decent price, I'd say it's worth it. You know, nice. Um, I, I don't want to come off overly negative on that, but, uh, but John, I know, uh, a few weeks ago, probably a, a couple weeks ago, at least at this point, mm-hmm. um, you and I did a little, uh, digging through the, uh, super Nintendo online mm-hmm. service and we were messing around, uh, since we, we were doing a little test kind of to make sure we had the, uh, set all good to go for doing this remote, uh, recording and everything. And uh, we decided, hey, what the heck? We got this set up. Why don't we do a little uh, streaming as well for a second and pipe in the Skype audio? And uh, we played a little uh, Kirby's Dreamland three. That was probably what we played the most of. Mm-hmm. And then we played a little Poyo Poyo two nice. and uh, Pop and Twinbee as well. Nice, uh, which we have uploaded onto YouTube and we have on our Twitch as well. But like, I had never played Kirby's Dreamland three. John had kind of been selling it to me, uh, <laughs> or at least you know hyping it up as one of I think one of your favorite Kirby games. So why don't you take it away? I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I don't know if it's one. No, of your well, you just but. did put words in my mouth. That's fine. <laughs> the words are yeah, bad. Eat those. I, words, I would John. put it uh, like. I don't think there are very few Kirby games that I dislike. So yeah, yeah you're not say, I'm not saying that it's not one of my favorites because they're all my favorites. They're all my precious children. <laughs> but, the first uh, one's a little limited, but it's still very precious. Oh, it's still yeah. great though. It's a yeah. it's a great five minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild to play that game and be like, wow, that was that was it. That was half yeah. an hour. Yep. Yeah. So just like Piku Niku. Yeah. And actually, ironically enough, the Kirby's Dreamland three, like art wise, I mean, it's like like Piku Niku has like a cleaner aesthetic, but it's mm. just got that really like bright, colorful crayon kind of. Oh, I don't yeah. know. For, it's it's reminiscent for sure. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, Kirby's Dreamland three, like I, I mentioned it on the stream itself, but like it's kind of an overlooked title in the series, just because it like yeah. came out at the end of the Super Nintendo's lifetime, like very end. Was, you know very end yeah uh, there was already like kirby superstar which like so many people like will say is like their personal favorite kirby game and like i I just think that there's a lot um that uh kirby 3 has to offer that doesn't really get its fair shake so a thing that i never actually got to appreciate uh, about kirby's dreamland 3 was i never really ever played it with two players and a core mechanic of it is gooey who is uh, if there's a button on the like a permanent face button that is mapped to summoning gooey if you are even playing single player and it basically cuts your health in half and you have this ai controlled second character and it was always a detriment when I originally played it because every time I would play it, I would summon Gooey, lose half my health, and then Gooey would die. <laughs> and, and the AI is a little bit not. Eh, great. It's a little suspect. Yeah. yeah, it's not the best. It's a Super Nintendo. Like it's yeah. a, a yeah. very dynamic platformer with a lot of different things happening at once. Right. But uh, when I was playing with Kevin online, we we're doing it remote. Like we didn't have to be on the same like in the same switch or anywhere in the same thing. Like we just had to be online together and we were able to do co-op through Kirby's dreamland three, which was really fun. So I control bluey and yeah, I was having a blast too for what it's worth. I know this, I I agree. Like I've always like Randall and I, we, again, we talk about this on the podcast a lot. We're both like into retro stuff and like, between like Kirby's Dreamland three was always like a little bit of a higher price tag cartridge. Yeah. And like I'd always heard that like, ah, this one's kind of a mediocre, you know, it's cute and charming and whatever. But 
it's it's not the best game, but I, I, I was having a blast. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, one of my friends who was watching the stream like kept commenting that we were being very reckless <laughs> when we were playing. <laughs> That's how I game, man. That's yeah. how I game. Push we we were kept like just running through with one health and then oh god <laughs> losing. But like it's very generous with lives. So even yeah. though yeah, we it's were, a Kirby game, game. Yep. we were dying a lot. We still <laughs> were not. We're in a net positive in terms of lives gained. <laughs> yeah, that's but yeah, awesome. We, we played through the like first level and then all through the second level. And, like, there's there's a lot of fun in that game. Like, I still really or like love worlds, it. right? We played mm -hmm. about like an hour worth. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. The, so we played like probably ten or twelve levels total. Nice. I would two say two bosses. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And I I thought it was super fun. Like it more than just the art style. Like I I thought it was just like. I don't know, it controlled really tight. Like, I liked the little, like, animal additions. Like, I loved, uh, there was, like, this little, like, green bird. Like, you mm -hmm. have these little animal helpers that, like, oh, yeah. kind of enhance each of your different abilities. You know, if you have the the fireball power-up, like, when you, depending on which animal helper that you have with you, like, that will enhance the ability in a certain way. And, like, at one point, I think you had the umbrella or the parasol, John. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then that little like green bird and like Kirby would take like a golf swing with the umbrella <laughs> yeah. and, and like take a little chip shot with nice. the bird and like it would go and oh, it would attack enemies like it was it's just so charming. It is like just that packed with charm, but it also plays pretty solidly. I mean, again, it's it is a Kirby game. It's easy you, if you're looking for like some kind of platforming challenge, you know, Celeste kind of deal. You're you're not looking for the. This is not the right game for you, but mm -hmm. if you're just looking for like a solid playthrough, especially with a friend, I mean, I was having a blast, but what, yeah. what's your experience with Kirby's Dreamland 3, uh, Randall, if any? Yeah, I do have some. I, I actually don't own the cartridge, which is strange for me because I do have a lot of retro carts and especially Kirby games. I think I have like... It's almost all the other ones actually but it's, i would say it's one of the few like first party nintendo super nintendo games that i don't have yeah same um and like i i did play some of it in the past and i played some of it on that you know the super nintendo switch online stuff a little bit um but it never it's never quite grabbed me and i guess so the the helpers stuff and the animal stuff is actually introduced in in kirby dreamland 2 on game boy mm -hmm. right and it's awesome right. there and oh, yeah. like i'm like ooh, this is cool and it's got this kind of like watercolor effect although i'm I, I guess i'm not totally sold on the watercolor effect i think it looks kind of washed out a little bit um, i I, f I feel that like yeah. it doesn't look it doesn't have that same vibrancy that something like yoshi's island yeah. has exactly. which has a sort of similar aesthetic and also came out kind of late yes. you know yeah um in the i i know what you mean but i i still do i i i do love it but i know what you mean it could use a little more it's heavier on the crayon it definitely looks like yeah. it's on like a piece of white paper so yeah. it is yeah. like not as vibrant yeah, yeah. and that's what they're going for i don't know i just to me, it always it came off like a Kirby game that was maybe developed by the B team instead of the A team. I don't know. Mm. Like I should play it again. It's been way there too was, long. But there were some cool things and uh, things that I had no idea about. And, and I, to be honest, I don't even know if I would have noticed if I was playing by myself. Like each level has like kind of like a character that has like some. There, each level has kind of like a little puzzle that you can solve. Um, in addition and to they're completing all the level. super different yeah it's and they're, okay. it's not like the same in every level it's not like okay oh you have to find this in every level this one yeah. hidden item or a key it's like oh you have to return this uh 
bird back to its mother or something. I forget what they all right, are, right, but they're right. all like little different little mini challenges. Like in every level towards the end, they'll be like this character that'll you'll, you'll either help them and get the little item that they give you, or I, I forget what you get. You get some kind of thing. It's like a heart star. That task. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I actually so, don't even remember that being the case. So that shows you how long it's been. So I should play it again, <laughs> you know. And and for what it's worth, I mean, maybe it was something that was in the manual that came with the game or something, but yeah. it's not something that is explained or at least, again, I, I just kind of just fire up a game and I mean, I, I'll play the tutorial if yep. there is one and whatever, but I just kind of <laughs> breeze through it and yep. it might be on me a little bit. That's but, same, uh, same, same yeah. thing. I, I yeah, should give it more especially with shot. the retro games. I'm just, but but I think especially you and Tina, I think it's definitely something you could kind of yeah. leisurely play through. I think it's something you would enjoy if you again the music and the and the presentation. Maybe again, I guess it's more of a preference thing on the presentation, uh, graphics wise. But like, I, I think it's top notch. It's definitely like a top tier, super polished Nintendo title. I'm excited to play more of it. I don't think there's any 16 bit game that looks quite like it. I'll give it that for sure. Oh, yeah, so. it's one of a kind. It's yeah. one of a kind for sure. It's impressive that way. Um, but what it, I guess just real briefly, uh, we also played a couple of games that never came to America uh, that they put on the Nintendo online service for, for the Super Nintendo, which were Poyo Poyo 2, which obviously there's been a million versions of Poyo Poyo that have come to America oh, yeah. uh, and other iterations. And then uh, Pop and Twin Bee, which, again, I think there have been some Twin Bee games that have come to america as well Not but as uh what did you think of those john um i i really enjoyed pop and twin b personally again it's just, all these games are just like really bright colorful um you know poyo poyo is more of like a puzzler competitive brick stacker you know oh, match yeah. three kind of thing um and or match four i guess technically oh, yeah. four or more mm-hmm. and then uh pop and twin b is more of like a cute em up or a shoot em up um, but I really liked both of them, especially again, that online co-op is just really nice to have, especially right now. But what yeah. do you think, John? Oh yeah, it was, they were both, uh, you know, a little bit harder to navigate because like the Puyo Puyo is yeah. untranslated. Oh so yeah, kind of that, I was kind of surprised that. by that. If they're, if they're going to go to the trouble of uploading it and like putting it on the, on the U S service, I was kind of surprised right. that it wasn't translated at all. Cause they did on the virtual console on the Wii, like when they put stuff yeah. like do re mi fantasy and stuff like that, like actually, I don't, I don't know. So I think they were like partially translated, like the menu screens at least. Or they something. did that on a few games. I think they did that yeah. with sin and punishment and some other stuff. Yeah. Too. Yeah. 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 There were a few. But yeah, but like so. it was still though. Like we didn't have that much difficulty. We were able to get it on like the first try. Like you know, they have two Puyo blobs like next to each other. We're like, now nah, that's right. probably two player. So <laughs> like that, that, that was easy enough. We still, I don't think we understood what the like difficulty sliders were on that. Yeah, oh. there were like four or five different modes that like basically we, just had a s- different amount of layers of like blobs that were in your way. I don't even think that was it. I stuff. think that was just as we played more matches that they put those. Yeah, there. that's true too. Yeah, hmm. who knows? Like watching back, I was like, I don't know what this correlated. I think it may have been the number of like varieties there were of colors ah uh, maybe but like again i don't know <laughs> it was just a fun time yeah. that we had together <laughs> yeah like, it, it's definitely fun but if the, there's other versions like for example Poyo Poyo champions is on sale oh, yeah. right now for like four bucks or dr robotics only normally like, machine mm-hmm. yeah, kirby's there, avalanche there's other mania yeah, yeah kirby speaking of yeah kirby's avalanche um, 
<laughs> but uh but definitely uh definitely a fun game and and i really liked pop and twin b too i like the two layers of like how you have like the enemies in the air and the enemies yeah. on the ground and you kind of have two attacks mm-hmm. it's a little hard to decipher where you know something's in the foreground or the background or if it's on the ground or in the air but still super fun game so just just want to plug those services again every once in a while because the super nintendo and the original nintendo stuff that's on there especially with that online service is really cool and then yeah. twin bees so i just want to talk for a second about twin bee and yeah. how damn hard it there. is to like shoot the bells but not overshoot the bells so you actually get yep. the yes. power up that you want is just so <laughs> difficult in a shmup oh my it's god harder with two players oh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're yes, hoping to be. get a specific power up and then your uh, person you're playing with just keeps shooting them <laughs> don't shoot the green ones you know <laughs> yeah it's and, and on top of that like just having to learn like okay uh, which one the green ones the shield and the blue right. ones the power up and yeah the gold right. ones are the coins but a super fun game yeah and right, especially nice up love me yeah exactly exactly well uh one more game that we wanted to talk about tonight or at least that i wanted to talk about tonight i've put about 10 hours into uh the okami hd uh remake for the switch uh, which i think is available for just about every platform yeah um i picked up the physical uh japanese version me too uh, because it's region free and it just has like some super cool artwork oh yeah uh and the game is absolutely beautiful i don't know if i i played a little bit of it i i got the remake not the hd remake but the remake on the uh we same which uh mm-hmm. was nice you know it controlled nice and same thing with the i'm i'm playing with the pro controller but you can use the joy cons with like the gyro to kind of paint Ooh. with the brush stroke that's cool uh which was nice on the wii i definitely did like that but it's it's comfortable enough with the pro controller and using the joysticks one of the kind of main mechanics is you can kind of pull up like a like kind of freeze the screen and pull up a paintbrush and you can draw things on the map that are on the screen that will kind of do magical whether either attacks or blow up you know draw a bomb and it'll blow up a little hole in the wall or whatever so wait Um, when you're drawing are you using the analog stick or the motion of the pro controller i'm i'm using the right stick okay on the uh yeah the right analog stick okay i don't know if you can use the motion of the pro controller yeah that was just i was curious if if you could or not yeah yeah Hmm. yeah i don't know i I, i'd have to look into that i don't know for sure but i don't think so i think you would have to use the joy con but but either way there is gyro on the pro controller right um so who knows but but yeah i mean i'm having a i i'm having a i'm torn here <laughs> so i'm i'm having i i was having a really good Uh-oh. time with this game like but it's just there's a lot of things in this game like it is it looks beautiful the hd remaster looks really nice i mean it doesn't it's still a little blurry and whatever you can still tell it's an older game it doesn't quite have the sharpness of like wind waker hd oh, okay even on the wii u like that that just looks like if you told me that game came out today yeah. and was brand new and never was a previous game, I'd be like, yep, I believe it 100%. Where totally. like, you can kind of see the, the, I don't know, the datedness and the, but particularly not so much in the visuals. You can see it a little bit there, but like in the design, like, you know, every time you pick up an item, it's like, you know, it's not just there, there's certain items that when you get it the first time, like some of the food that you can pick up will that fills up one certain type of sack that you have that will kind of revive you or something if you die i forget what it's called Mm -hmm. the pouch the astral pouch i think 
Um, but like if you pick up like a carrot for the first time, it'll kind of have like a little free, oh, you picked up a carrot and they have a little description right. about it. And then it, it won't do that again. But there's certain items that you get that every single time you pick them up, there's a little pop up screen that pops up. And there, there's just so many little like tedious things and like all the cut scenes. And the story is really interesting, to be honest. Like I really find it fascinating and like mm-hmm. all these different gods and all there's there's a lot of really cool stuff going on and like. You know, every time you kind of like get to a new kind of checkpoint or whatever in the game, um, you'll like another like constellation will appear in the sky and you have to like dot the stars that are missing and then you get a new ability with your uh, brush strokes. So Mm. like, again, like I mentioned, you get bombs or you can obviously just do like a slash to do attacks. I think the most recent thing I got was like I can move water. Uh, like if I'm, if I see a body of water, I can like just draw like a path from the water to wherever I want it to go. Nice. Uh, there's like these blossoms that are sometimes floating in the air that I can draw vines to now that will like launch me or kind of like grab me and bring me up to them. So there's like a lot of nice. really cool stuff going on in this game, but it's just like, it's so tedious to get through some of the cutscenes and like, so it is a little gross at times. Like there's a lot of like humor based on like oh i'm i'm this there's like this little bug companion you play as a wolf for the most part if you're not familiar with the game and there's this little bug companion you have that like is like making jokes about like hiding in women's breasts and stuff like that it's just there's all kinds of weird stuff that i'm not super into and i don't know it's i'm really torn it's a beautiful game and it's it's really well designed there's a there's it's a little finicky on the controls at times like the camera you got to kind of finick with the controls a little bit uh to like every time you go into battle it'll zoom in again you got to click the button again to zoom the camera back out and go in and out all the time you have to constantly do that uh, uh so just again uh, this is the nitpick episode i guess <laughs> yeah um, just finding but, yourself but I will fighting say, it a lot sounds like yeah, and and, and the, the again the cutscenes they are interesting. So it's like I do want to watch them, but they're like they are like walking me through every last oh, no. goddamn step of this game, oh, and it's like no. it's so it's like you're they're making a point four or five times, and it's super oh, frustrating. Oh no, it's Xenoblade so like, Chronicles two again. Yeah, <laughs> it, that's exactly what I was thinking, and I I kind of did hit the point where after about ten hours, oh. I, I'm not gonna say that I'm never gonna play it again. But for right now, I am just going to put it on the back burner and I could see myself never playing it again. I I do enjoy it. And I I don't even I wouldn't even say that I don't recommend it because the combat is really interesting. The combination of like you get all kinds of different weapons and abilities and 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 you can use your brushstrokes in the combat to do like slashes or like put little dots on the ground that will sprout trees that will block attacks of enemies. And like it's a really interesting and a really innovative game. Uh, no doubt about it. And it's beautiful. It's there. There are more things to, to praise about this game than there are to complain about them. But they're with, with however many games I have right now, you know, so many games on my backlog that I haven't played. I, I just, you know, I, I just kind of decided, I think I'm going to throw in the towel for now. And I, I was kind of curious. That's valid. Number one, if you guys have thoughts on Okami, if you've ever played it, but also like what, what is like your breaking point? If you like hit a point in a game where you're like, you know, I'm I'm gonna throw in the towel like I'm having fun, even if you're having fun. But like, there, what you know? Do you have anything like that where it's like, you know, I'm I'm done with this game, 
Like, cause I, you know, I'm somebody who bounces around a lot between games, but it's, it's not usually a decision that I'm going to stop playing this game. It's usually just, I'm on to the next new thing Yep. and I yeah. just forget about the old <laughs> thing. But this is, it, you know, do you, do you guys ever get that where you actively like, I'm just, I'm done with this. More recently, just for lack of time, otherwise, I'm just having to make hard choices. Like, yeah, I've got like a family and a kid and like a demanding job and I'm still going to school and stuff. So like time is short. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I want to be able to really enjoy video games when I play them. But if something like, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is just like chatting my ear off in a way that's not important. And then like, I don't yeah. know what the hell is going on. I'm like, you know, it's, you know, I've got a bunch of other games. Let me just stop. And I think I might just be done with this. Yeah. And it's just like, I got 80 more hours to go of this or I could play <laughs> uh, something like new. two dozen other games. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So, I, I agree. I think it's a, a decision that I've actively made more like in recent years than yep. I ever did in the past. Same here. Yep. Cause yeah. like also like, when I was younger, like I didn't have as many games. Like I basically had whatever I got for whatever holiday was. So like yeah. once I got to the point where a good point. like I had enough disposable income to like actually purchase more than one game. Like <laughs> yep. like that's a really good point. For that's a, a season, very good yeah. point. So like I, I think I've just put up with less that like typically would in the back because like I remember when I got Okami when it was released on the Wii and like I was thinking I'm like I don't remember any of these issues. And like, I think it also may have just been a product of its time where yeah. it really, it, it, that's how it feels. It feels dated, you know, but it, it, it's just a shame. Cause like, I wish that the HD remaster, like if they would have just cleaned up some of that stuff, like let you, like there's certain cutscenes where the dialogue is kind of scrolling along and it's just, you're, you know, you're reading it and you can hit a, and it'll like make it all appear really quickly and you can read it as quickly as you can read. Yeah. Basically. But then there's other cutscenes where you can't do that. And you have to, yeah. oh, particularly when your little bug companion is talking and this little annoying song starts playing <laughs> and it's just like, it's just super, <laughs> uh, it's just, it drives me nuts. You know, it just drives me nuts. Uh, so yeah. But Okami is a great game. So like, yeah, it, it really is a product of its time in that regard John. yeah i didn't mean to cut you off there well no no just that then i i do think it was a game that i i'm pretty sure i 100 percented it which Dang, involves a, a ton of stuff like you it's have a to, long like, game yeah. it's incredibly yeah. long like i remember when i was playing it like i think i beat like maybe the second or third boss and i was like all right so the game's over and then i was like nope that was like a third of the way through the game. Yeah, oh, I've heard I've heard that about the game that they kind of move the goalposts a lot. Like you oh, feel yeah. like you're getting to the end and then it's like, oh shit, there's this whole other branch. Mm -hmm. But which like, um, used to be a selling point when you only had one or two games a year. Exactly. But these days. Yeah, there was a there was a point in time where I was like, it's gotta be a, the new Zelda game has to be over fifty hours, no, man. Thank it you. has to be. And now I'm like, how about how about 15 to 20 yeah. if it's a big and that's if it's like a big game you know realistically i want like five to ten although Give me that all day long breath of the wild 2 can be 120 hours again for me and that'll be fine but that's like a different story yeah. that's it yeah that, that <laughs> truly is a sandbox yes game. yes uh at least the first one yes i hope i hope too yes. it's more like uh majora's mask I would love. I, I like, hope they lean into the the vibe. Yeah, I, I think they sweet. are. But like, yeah, I would love like if it. like the difference between Breath of the Wild one and two is like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. If that would be very cool. A very self-contained, less explory. Like, yeah. Cool. 
But that's neither. That would be cool. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the speculation cast. Um, That's what we do. (laughs) But uh, but I I, we kind of keep getting sidetracked. But did you have any more to add about Okami, John or Randall, as far as like just because, again, I I don't want to take anything away from the game. It It is truly like a work of art. Um, like, I mean, in, in all regards, I mean, it is like a, it truly is a, a beautiful game, uh, with a lot of cool, interesting, unique and innovative game mechanics, especially for the time. But even now, I mean, it, that, that brushstroke mechanic of like being able to do that in the world and in combat and just being able to like manipulate the world around you. Some of it's like triggered by like, oh, here's the thing you have to specifically draw a bomb on or draw sure. a circle around to trigger it. But like some of it is like, you can just make trees wherever the hell you want to make trees. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like it's super cool. Wise, I think it's an incredibly unique game in that. And like, but in addition to that, I also think it is one of the cutest games ever made. Like playing as like a moderatsu as like just a dog that is treated like a dog. Like <laughs> in every play, everyone who like responds to you respond. They don't see you as a God. They see you as just this, white dog that's funny and like they're all the interactions you have are just like a dog and it's yeah so adorable do they pet you some like no there, there's like some interactions like if you bark at them then they'll yeah. like react like but like it's mostly when you're interacting with other animals as well yeah. or like all the other yeah. gods like it's it's usually just a bunch of physical comedy every time you meet another god on yeah. the zodiac or like constellation and it's just <laughs> so cute and entertaining and like, yeah, I actually, if- except for when they do the physical comedy where they're like, let me burrow into your bosom for a second. It's, <laughs> it's a, bit a little of, bit, uh, yeah. just a little just bit of the no time kind of gets in there sometimes, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it definitely has a little bit of that influence Ooh. for sure, for better or worse. It is making um, me want to pick up Okami Den, which is a game I, have that. Oh, I forgot about that game on DS. Yes, right. Yeah, because I was remembering how cute Okami was, and then yeah, what if you were a puppy? Yeah, like a chibi. <laughs> ah, yeah, just even cuter. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that oh, that controlled pretty well too with the stylus as you well. You think that would make perfect sense? Yeah, it it did. It was a, yeah, it was a decent game. Like I just for whatever reason, I don't know why I put it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if I didn't even think about that, but I wonder if Okami on the Switch, like if you're playing handheld, I wonder if you can like draw on the screen. Interesting, maybe. I don't. It didn't mention anything about that, so I don't know. But that would be cool. That would did offer that. Controls on the Switch is so. I I never know when a game has it. Yeah, I don't know. I never think to look for it. I guess, but because again, I I like I mentioned before, I don't play handheld a ton, but yeah. Um, but there is stuff that I've picked up like Goragoa or something right. where I'm like, I haven't actually played that game ever, but I'm like, I know I will probably play that by manipulating it, actually touching the screen. You know? It looks like mm-hmm. there are touchscreen controls in Okami, apparently. Oh, cool. Ooh. Good to know. Nice. Good to know. So, yeah. Another way for your hands to cramp up, I suppose. <laughs> but unless you got those, unless you got those uh, Damon X Machina yes, controllers sir. like Randall. That's right. Those hoary uh, little control adapters. Those guys. wings. They yeah. kind of look like wings hanging off the They're side. They're pretty huge, but that's yeah. also what makes them comfortable. That's the point. Honestly. That's the yeah. point, right? Yeah. Yeah. They feel real yeah. good. Nice. No rumble, though. <laughs> that's all right. That's yeah. all right. But uh, but I think we can pretty much wrap it up there yeah. for uh, this episode. If you guys feel good, yeah, yeah sir. 
Uh, nice. Well, uh, well, hope everybody's feeling, uh, feeling good, staying healthy, staying safe and everything. And, uh, you know, enjoying, I guess the, the best that you can, the situation that we're in right now and catching up on some video games. Uh, but as always, you can find us online at, uh, pursuing pixels.com. Uh, we've been a little bit more frequently on Twitch and YouTube, uh, but you can also find us on Twitter and, uh, Instagram. Just look up pursuing pixels anywhere. You can pretty much find us do it. And, uh, yeah. We'll catch you uh, next Monday. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 49, and my name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey, everybody. And John Hines. Hey, everyone. Are you, uh, are you still there, John? <laughs> Did you not get that? It's, said, you're hey, kind of being, it's like, it's a little choppy, like you're... We're gonna, I'm gonna start heavy, the, hey everyone i'm gonna start this over but like are, are you getting a little choppy audio uh randy yeah yeah i, I yeah oh i'm not getting yeah. any but and you seem okay. pretty low energy there john i said hey just, everybody get off it just like it came in it came <laughs> it hey, just everybody. came in like late it, i don't know Hello, it just it, something seemed off i thought i thought we lost you for a sec just say and and john hines <laughs> and we'll go yeah, from there and fucking john <laughs> And we got fucking John here. All right.